It's the best bits of the all-day breakfast. Reheat it on SID 90.7. Welcome back. You're on Sin 90.7 with Josh and Eli. It's the all-day breakfast. And that was Orr's Mighty McFly bootleg version of Buy You a Drink. We are T-Pain featuring Young Jock, the original artist there. This is our uh, 80s remix uh, week on mm. uh, on the all-day breakfast. And uh, Eli... Have, have you got that? Uh, have you got that ox, ox cord plugged in this time? Oftentimes, I'm wrestling it, and it's it's tough. But we do because you know what it's time for. Yeah. It's the all day breakfast traffic report on Sin ninety point seven. Oh yeah. That throbbing baseline means we got to check the traffic. I've got the right document up, so it's fine. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> to the Dandenongs now. And a couple has forgotten their water bottle after leaving it in their newly renovated two-rack home. Sarah, 32, set three reminders in a phone and was told repeatedly by a partner to put the water bottle in a bag but failed to do so because of poor time management. <laughs> All was well for the couple, though, having completed their planned hike in the Dandenongs after taking out a small, high-interest loan to pay for a bottle of water at a nearby service station. <laughs> a catastrophe... A catastrophic bungle-up has happened at a hairdresser's in Chadston yesterday as a customer left the store unhappy with their new look. After checking every single reflection in obscure shiny objects for 40 minutes, like objects like, you know, that metal bit next to the seats, just in the random spots near, you know, just, you know, you know how there's seats and there's bins on it and they got shiny bits on it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was checking them. And the coffee machine in the food court and... Also checking his reflection in the unilluminated phone screen, just to check to see if the haircut was all right. <laughs> the customer grew, eventually grew to like the new haircut and decided to own it with a renewed sense of confidence. A millennial Heidelberg now has come out unscathed after taking a horoscope love compatibility test online. Their crush, a Capricorn, didn't really mix with their star sign, a Taurus, as they both have large amounts of conflicting planets in the 8th house of relationships, with Pluto crossing paths with Saturn to form a really sharp angle, or in layman's terms, frequent ghosting via text. (laughs) Hopers are on the horizon for the resident, however, as they've matched with four more people on Tinder. Other than that, it's bunged up out the pie hole in the Westgate, and you couldn't even put a needle on the call to freeway, so avoid them at all costs. Pretty good elsewhere on the Tuller with minor delays in North Melbourne. And it's, and that's all in traffic. Let me just go back there. Whether or not you should go outside report with Josh Parrish. Thanks, Eli and this guy. No worries. And now it's time for another update on whether you should get out of bed and leave the house. So uh, here in Sports Mad Melbourne, we are all about re- breaking records, right? Records every week. And that's why I am delighted to announce that this August is already going to be the coldest on record. Cold- Woo! We did it, everybody. Oh, yeah. So uh, on the rare occasions when the sun does come out, it's up to 30% lower in the sky than usual. So you should never venture outside or crucially operate a motor vehicle without protective eyewear lest you be blinded by the piercing glare of our closest star (laughs) so towards the end of the month commuters will start to defrost as if they've caught a whiff of Aslan's breath (laughs) so uh, it may be safe to resume your day to day activities however be careful 
uh, of any uh, floodwaters resulting from ice melting on such a massive scale. Oh, okay. Just dripping off the noses there. I didn't know <laughs> Melbourne had ice, but anyways, continue. They do, this August. Record-breaking. Uh, then, uh, then and only then can we look forward to the coming of spring. Yeah. Ah, spring. What joyful days of birdsong and blooming flowers. Or rather, September in the Southern Hemisphere, which usually denotes disappointing rain, wind, hay fever and bloody magpies. <laughs> Indeed. We've got one in the studio. Yep. Turning our focus abroad now, and a high-pressure system surrounding Washington, D.C. seems to be causing havoc with President Trump's carefully coiffed hairdo. His luscious strawberry blonde locks seem to have taken on a life of their own, leading some local environmental groups to call for their kinetic energy to be harnessed as a renewable source of power. <laughs> Speculation abounds as to whether a political storm is incoming or whether it's all just hot air. (laughs) And that's all in weather? Yeah, in conclusion, there is really no reason to venture outside while vitamin D remains available in supplement form. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Josh, amazing. You you seem to impress me and inform me every week. Thank you very much. Hey, you know what's coming up next, though? Yeah? The reason I got a haircut during the week. Yeah, you're looking pretty flashed today. I had needed to shave off important minutes and seconds off my arrival time here, like coming from home to here, to be here for the next guest. Yeah, you're looking very aerodynamic. You're you're a veritable Stephen Bradbury right there. Yeah, I look like his helmet. Yeah. (laughs) And anyways, the next guest, obviously, is Miss World Tasmania. We're going to be talking to her very soon. Courtney Lasky is going to pop by and have a chat. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting. But before that, we have Fifth Harmony with Sledgehammer. It's the Tronic Box, re- Tronic Box remix uh, here on the 80s remix week on the All Day Breakfast. So enjoy that. Welcome back to the All Day Breakfast in 90.7. You're with Josh and Eli. And uh, no Brent, he's late again as usual. Mm-hmm, the least prompt person in the world. Hey, it's now time to bring on our guest for the week. She's doing much better than we are, Josh. You know what I mean? Hang on. What? What's going on here? What? what? What's that? Yeah, no, the desk is just going out of control. Hang on, if I just press the button... Is that Brent? Brent, hang yeah, on. Of course it's me. Does Sin even have the capabilities to do this? Look, you told me last week uh, that I wasn't pulling my weight. Uh, so what I've done, I've decided I've, I've gone through all the resources I possibly could. You boys sit back. Hang on, what? I'm just going to take it over here. Going to interview our lovely interviewee for the week. Just go straight from Tasmania. All right, what we'll do, we'll just sit back and twiddle our thumbs. You, It's over to you, mate. You you do your all thing. Right, yeah, you take over. Yeah, just, right. Here's yeah, take, Brent. Take it off. Take it easy. <laughs> easy done. All right. Hello, welcome to Sin 90.7. You're here with Brenny and our interviewee for the day, Courtney Lasky. A name like a hot soup. She's not a hot soup. She's just super hot right now. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. That's okay. It's actually our pleasure, my pleasure particularly. I even travelled all the way to Tasmania specifically for this. I definitely wasn't here in advance. What's been going on? Not much. I'm out of bed nice and early this morning to have a chat with you. So Thank you. This is actually uh, current time of this recording, boys. I had to travel through time to get this set up, but it's 20 past nine in the morning, uh, which you'll know for me before lunch is really a no-go. So that's how important this all is to me. Uh, there's a lot of things to know about you. You, you, you're massive in the pageant world at the moment. Uh, you, you just competed in the Miss World competition. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A few weeks ago now. Yeah. Uh, what was it like? Tell us about the experience. It was crazy. It was amazing. I, um, met some beautiful girls and learnt so much, lost a stack of weight from all the stress and 
I've put it all back on since, so it's great. Uh, you couldn't <laughs> tell. You absolutely couldn't tell. Don't worry. You don't have to lie to people on the radio. It's, uh, but so what kind of, what's the situation for Miss World? I have a few questions, actually. Uh, question number one, what's the difference between Miss World and Miss Universe? Uh, so Miss World is a lot more charity-based. We do a lot of work surrounding beauty with a purpose. Right. Uh, so we do a lot of work for Variety Australia, the children's charity, whereas Miss Universe, um, they've got the swimwear component and they're a lot more based around beauty, whereas we're beauty with a purpose. Beautiful. That's, that's nice. I like that. So I have another question. Say you're in love, uh, and you, you're, you're about to get married, but you want to compete in the Miss World and or Miss Universe competitions. Do you have to not get married? Otherwise it'd be the Mrs. World. Well, that's it. You you can't be engaged or married. Really? Is that actually a you rule? You have to be a miss. Now, that's a rule. Wow. I, I didn't know that. So is there a different set of competitions for people that are otherwise romantically engaged? Not that I know of. I know a lot of um, people had to put their engagements on hold for Miss World. What? But yeah, there's definitely, not that I know of, there's no Mrs. World. This is fresh information <laughs> for me. I honestly did not know that. That is insane. So you can't be married. Is there, I, I'm just, I want to know these big rules. You can't be married or engaged. Can't have kids. No kids either. No. This is very narrowed <laughs> down. <laughs> Can you be, hypothetically, a 24-year-old male radio host? <laughs> You could be if there was a male Mr. World, I guess. But, there's, uh, there's not a Mr. World. Not that I know of. There's a Mr. Olympia, which is bodybuilding, but no, there's yeah, no. Well, I think you and I both know <laughs> that's never going to be me. <laughs> so the only Mr. World that I can hope for is to eventually kill Pitbull and be Mr. Worldwide. That's exactly right, yes. All right, fantastic. <laughs> uh, so in, in the uh, eventuality, whoever does get eventually decided to be Miss World, if there's an alien invasion, do you have to defend Earth for that? Are you our representative? That's that's the sole purpose of Miss World, really. It's We've, protection. Yeah, that's protection. I figured as much. Yeah. It makes sense. What's the uh, hardest intergalactic protection situation during the uh, Miss World competitions? Well, there's a lot of training. We have to do a lot of fitness challenges, all that sort of thing. I think just learning to walk in high heels is hard enough, so we should be able to tackle anything after that. If you have to do Kung Fu, do you have to do Kung Fu in high heels like all the girls do in movies? Oh, definitely. Is that never come off. Really? That's yeah. that's insane. <laughs> this, is, this is the real, uh, you know equal opportunity situation. I couldn't do karate or any sort of kung fu in any shoes. And you're like, no, we're going to do it. We're going to make it harder for ourselves. Otherwise, it'd be too easy. Yeah, definitely. Right. All right. So I don't think we need to ask you any important questions. I'm sure the boys won't try and follow up on anything like that. And boys, uh, you know, I think I've done my part. I'm out. I'm going to go have a coffee. Boy. It's just just came into our lives and disappeared in a puff of smoke. Yeah. I mean, well, he did say last week. He did pull that Justice League analogy where he's the Henry Cavill or whatever his name is. He's the Superman of the show and he'll come in at any point and he's yeah. just come in and stolen our interview grass. Yeah, participating in absentia. I don't think this is really fair on Brent's part, to be honest. But look, he, <laughs> he said it last week. He did. Made it come true. Hey, um, you know what he didn't ask? The big question. The big question. So, what we, so how about we, we call Courtney? She's left the studio, but we'll call her. Ask the big questions and go from there. Yeah, just cover all the ground that Brent missed. Yeah, exactly. Hey, right now, here's Lady Gaga with Perfect, Perfect Illusion, the Tronic Box 80s remix. Get around it. See you 90.7. Welcome back. You're on the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7, Josh and Eli. And uh, on the line is Courtney Lasky again. 
Miss Tasmania. Uh, we're going to cover all the ground that Brent missed. So uh, welcome to the show, Courtney Lasky. Thank you. Nice to talk to you guys. That's all right. So Brent, Brent did just do an interview. He just, he just came in, swooped in, stole our grass. He like, he, are you okay talking to both of us, both half of the shows? Oh, I think I'm going to have to survive this one time. <laughs> you know, you know what Brent didn't ask. He didn't ask you. What's that? Well, well, a couple of questions actually. Um, you know the beauty pageant of life. Do you have any tips for our audience? To the beauty pageant of life. Yeah, the beauty pageant of life. Obviously, you've won Miss Tas- Tasmania. So, oh, sorry, Miss World Tasmania. But do you have any tips for our audience to win the beauty pageant of life? Uh, look, I've got a few that I can pass on mm-hmm. um, with my expertise. So, obviously, the first one is just water. Just, just drink so much water. That's, that's it. That's the key one for me. That is, and then that is obviously the, the, the juice of life. That's it. That's water. You know, lots of water. You can't beat it. It sounds silly, but just so much water. Just as much as you can get into your body. And then socks. Socks. Thongs and socks? Socks. Or... Thong, yeah, obviously. Thongs and socks. That's, I'm from Tassie. You've got to have thongs and socks as part of your wardrobe. Right? <laughs> so that's an all-day breakfast exclusive. We can say that. The Miss World Tasmania recommends the use of thongs and socks, yeah? Yes, definitely. Thongs and socks, they're a thing. Where do you stand on socks and sliders? Oh, for sure. I actually have. I bought a new pair last week when I was in Melbourne. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, wow. Yeah, I'm all about it. So you reckon that um, pageantry will step into the world of... Because obviously there's all sorts of categories and stuff. Do you think thongs and yeah. socks will be a category of the future? Well, I hope. I can only hope for that one. I mean, I think if Tasmania had a pageant, we would definitely have that as part of it. But as a worldwide thing, I think we've got a lot of work to do before we get there. Yeah, okay. Got a lot of uh, ground to make up. You've got to, you know, convince the rest of the world that it's it's a mantra to live by. Um, so, uh, according to your website, you're competitively trained in the equestrian sports of show jumping, <clears throat> show jumping and eventing. Sorry. So, uh, will we be seeing you on Miss World Equestrian next, or? <laughs> I'm not too sure about that. I um, I try my best. I have some beautiful horses in my team, but um, I'm not sure about the world stage just yet. What are their names? Um, at the moment, I'm competing a horse called Yarralinka Ladyhawk. Sorry? Yarra? Yarralinka Ladyhawk. Wow, where does that name come from? Um, so that's part of the name, the stud she was born at. Her paddock name's just Emma. Right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> her official name. <laughs> so horses have stage names? Yeah, they do. They're, they're, they're the athletes. <laughs> no way. Yeah, wow. So, um, are there any, like, transferable skills between between pageantry and equestrian that you, uh, have benefited you in both, both worlds, both walks of life? I think there actually is a lot of it um, is hiding your fear <laughs> of the judges. <laughs> really? Is a good one. Um, and obviously being fit is another one. Okay. So how much, how much fitness goes into equestrian? Because from what I've watched, you wouldn't think it. Do you, you know what I mean? Because well, what, what, what you're doing, you're, you and horse are one as you trek over this course. But how much fitness does go into the sport? Uh, so for me, I train six days a week. Um, I work out every day. I'm in the pool. I do lots of walking. And the horses get worked six days a week. So there's a lot that goes into it that people don't know about. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely didn't know. So is there a lot of like core strength work like on your posture, I suppose? 
Yeah, that's where it sort of the crossover comes from. I think with horse riding and modelling, it's all posture and core strength and back strength and that type of thing definitely helps the crossover. All the things I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. You've also, you're quite um, busy with charity work as well. What, what kind of charity work do you do? So as part of Miss World, as part of our contract, we did a lot of work for Variety Australia, the children's charity, which was amazing, mm-hmm. a lot of fundraising. And I do another lot of work for a charity quite close to my heart, which is gastroparesis. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't know about that one, so we do a lot of events. We're actually planning a big event at the end of this year, which will be amazing uh, for that one. So I do quite a bit, keep myself very busy. Excellent. Will you be hosting it? Uh, yeah, I hope so. Uh, my cousin is actually affected by gastroparesis, so all of this will be going towards her. Um, so hopefully I can enjoy the night and be hosting it as well. So do you think uh, being Miss Tasmania will give you the opportunity to, to take your charity work to the next level, give you more exposure in that regard? or? It's definitely taught me a lot. Um, doing it through Miss World has taught me a lot more about than I could have ever learned. And I think the platform that we've been given in the social media reach is definitely something that will help me with that. Spread the message and increase the positivity levels of the world, right? Yes, definitely. World peace. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> so that's we, we've just hit you with some hard questions, but you haven't been asked the big question Courtney, are you ready for the big question? Because this question is so big, it has its own car park. If it's well, I'm. I hope I'm ready. You hope you're ready. It's so big that uh, if it collided with the Earth, it would uh, wipe out all life. Morbid. <laughs> <laughs> <It bothered>? Yeah. <laughs> all uh, right. The, the dinosaurs were confronted with the big question and they couldn't handle it. So I hope you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Look, we're going to have to ask Dr. Josh on that one. Yeah, right. But anyways, here we are, ready for the big question. <laughs> Courtney Lasky, Miss World Tasmania, <laughs> what do you eat for breakfast? <laughs> Good question. I um, I'm actually a bit of a cook, so hashtag wife material. I <laughs> eat a lot of things for breakfast. Today was a smoothie. Okay. Yesterday was eggs, um, lots of greens. Mm-hmm. So there's no, no simple answer to the big question, unfortunately. It changes every day. Very diet is the key. It is. Balance. So what do you, what do you put into a smoothie? Uh, today was a bit technical. We had um, the peanut butter, oats, some banana, mm-hmm. almond milk, um, and yeah, whatever else is in my fridge, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, if there would be one breakfast recipe that you could share with us, what would it be? I've, I've got to go with the double egg and bacon McMuffin from McDonald's, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not sure if we can air that, but... <laughs> so Community you, Radio, not a sponsor. Yeah, not a sponsor. So you, you, would, you would just go a healthy, massive, quadruple bacon and egg thing as your go-to breakfast, yeah? Oh, definitely. It's the holidays. You've got to, got to treat yourself every now and then. <laughs> Excellent. You heard it from Miss Word herself. It's, uh, you know... Miss Word. Miss Word. Miss Word. Miss Word. Tasmania. I'm really stuttering <laughs> over this one. Um, so, Courtney, thanks so much for uh, joining us on the show. Where can where can our listeners go to find you? So at the moment, just uh, head to my Instagram. So, Courtney Lasky, and it's all on there. All of it. Just just all of the things. Everything is basically on my Instagram at the moment. There'll be more later on, but yeah, everything on Instagram. <laughs> I love how there's there's something there, but there's also not much there. So like... <laughs> it's all of the things are there, but you'll be seeing some of the things soon. <laughs>
No, that's great. All right. So, uh, and we could probably we probably can't put this chat on your Instagram, can we? Um, not that I know of. Not that I, I don't know. Of. I'm not very techno- technology minded. Okay, it's all right. Neither are we. So. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Lasky, thank you so much for joining us in the All Day Breakfast. It's been an absolute pleasure and a delight. Thank you for having me. You're on the All Day Breakfast, scene 90.7. Much more coming up. But right now, here's another banger from our 80s special on the All Day Breakfast. We're burning your toast on the All Day Breakfast, Sin 90.7. <laughs> Thanks, Eli. Very nice contribution there. Welcome back. You're on the All Day Breakfast, Australia's laziest radio show. Yeah. Uh, that was Hudson Mohawk, Just Decided, featuring Olivia Daysol and uh, Eli Marsland on the end there. <laughs> la, 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 He just wanted a credit. Just wanted a feature credit. So It's on IMDb, I think. Yeah. Or the music equivalent, whatever that is. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia, yes, I think so. We're adding that to uh, Eli's discography as soon as we get off air. Mm, I hope you are enjoying the 80s special of the All Day Breakfast, Modern Songs, revisioned as 80s classics. we got more of them coming up. But right now, you know what it's time for? Yeah? What's, what's it time Secret for? Secret Sound. Oh, the return. Yeah, the return. The, na- the, the nation has spoken... They're like, hey, where was Secret Sounds last week? It's like, look, it was, it was we were doing a Les Murray tribute. Calm down, and it was great. And like, well, no, 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 we want Secret Sounds back. It's like, yeah, yeah. Have you got Have you got the stinger? I'm like, well, I do now. Do you want to hear that stinger? Yeah, it's pretty good. Not doing it. Oh, brilliant. Yes, it's pretty much the vocal summary of what I did a few weeks back. Yeah, just put it in the studio, just gave it a little tweak. Yeah, uh, it's it's a hot tweak as well. But the thing is, this this segment, you know it. We've, we've tweaked nothing of this segment. You know, you know how it works, right? I do. So, I play three three sounds, you try and guess what they are, and then we make magic. Uh, so play along at home, listeners. Tweet us at Sin Breakfast if you think you know what it is. And just remember, last time we played this game, it wasn't too literal. Yeah, look, you got none out of three. I got one out of three. Oh, one you out of three. Me, you gave me a credit for the... I, it was close enough on the last one, I believe. Yeah, so you... you it was uh, a generous, generous one. Real generous. Buddy, going to lift your game today. Yes, I've been training hard. I've been uh, closing my eyes and just walking through the city and identifying sounds. Just, cool. That's a pigeon. That's a tram. Well, is it, is it really that thing? This is this is the difference between secret sound and identifying sounds in normal world. All right, we're going to get to it. All right, are, all right, are you ready? It. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here is your first secret sound for this week. Are you ready? I'm ready. What is that secret sound? Is it? Uh, your motivation and sense of purpose slowly trickling out your ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. Um, oh. Sorry, mate. That's, uh, you can't like, turn this tap off. <laughs> yeah, we, we can't turn it off. No, it was the sound of me cooking up Australia's favourite radio segment, Secret Sound, this morning. <laughs> oh, that, that was me. Uh, thank you for Bill Worst for that one. All credit to All right, Bill. so number one, Josh, lift your game. All right. Here's, right. here's the second one. Secret sound. What is that secret sound? Is that the sound of you editing the show each week? Just, just clipping off the, the excess. Um, 
Yeah, Come sorry. on. That was actually me mowing the lawn of opportunity last Sunday. <laughs> what is the lawn of opportunity? Well, it's it's a it's a very long cut grass, and you've just got to mow it regularly. Do they play test matches on the lawn of opportunity? Is they play like a... frisbee. They play cricket. They do all sorts of things on the lawn of opportunity. But it needs mowing at least twice a week. Just like your hair. Yes, <laughs> that as well. Now, uh, you're, you're number two. All right. Number two, you've got to redeem yourself. I do like your creativity answers. You, you, you're on my plane now. Yeah. You're on my metaphorical plane. I feel like I've got a better chance, but it doesn't mean I'm going to beat my score. <laughs> yeah. Or even level it. <laughs> you at home, though, two for two. Congratulations. Are you ready for the third sound, Josh? Yep, I'm ready. All right. What is that sound? Is that uh, the sound of a small amphibian going through a printing press? You're so far off. It's the sound of me trying to process how to close every social interaction I ever have. (laughs) And And I mean, you're laughing at me, but it's a very serious issue for me. You know this quite well, because last week we've edited the show, walked off, and I, I went in for the hug, you went for the for fist bump, and then I turned it into a handshake, and then we just kind of hugged. <laughs> it was the widest thing uh, the world has ever seen. Yeah, so you're number three there. Lift your game. You at home, three for three. I'm sure. We'll, uh, we'll check the Twitter feed, and uh, if you're cheating, we'll know because we'll look at the timestamp. So uh, I, I maintain that uh, no one would have got any of those, Eli. <laughs> just, uh, unrealistic expectations projected upon me on this show are just uh, out of order, really. So. Pull your weight, mate. But uh, for you at home, this is this is the sound of victory. Oh, how I wanted to hear that. <laughs> Clap yourselves, silly guys. Hey, you know that's secret sound for this week. You know what's coming up. Yeah? Well, is, we've, is it? we've opened the mailbag for Dr. Josh. We're not going to be asking you the questions. You're going to be asking Dr. Josh the questions. It's uh, Australia's most informative radio segment, and we're giving it back to the people. Yeah, the people's doctor is going to be about the place schooling you on all the questions you need to know. But the thing thing is, before we do that, need to check in with Pip. Here's another pro tip from Pip. Hi, guys, it's Pip. Always wash your hands after touching anything on public transport to save yourself from getting sick. And that's another pro tip from Pip. We came Eli can't bloody help himself today. Oh, 80s special. How good was that? Come on. You're back on the all-day breakfast with Josh and Eli, Sin 90.7, and that was Calvin Harris featuring Rihanna, This Is What You Came For, the 80s remix edition. Mm. And uh, coming up now, we have Australia's most informative radio segment. Yes, it is. And the thing is, it's not just, it's not just our most informative. It's your most informative segment this week what we did we opened up the mailbox because we still receive mail by paper and what we've done is we've let you ask dr josh the questions this week i mean there's dr michael moosley dr carl dr phil all of them have been taught the all day by the all day breakfasts resident expert dr josh smith and he's on the line now dr josh smith how are you going Boys, I'm well. You've got me outside today, but uh, I heard about the mailbox during the week and had to make myself available. So looking forward to seeing what the audience has for me today. Rearing to go. Good stuff. Uh, the mail has been coming in by the truckload. 
But first, we have to address the elephant in the room this week. So uh, you've appeared in an article on news.com.au for your recreational sort of side activity of playing for Collingwood or something like that. What's, what's it like to be famous? Mm, yeah, well, I, um, unfortunately, I did, uh, I did happen to see that on Monday. So, look, all I really want to say about that was there's a bit of a kick in the guts from news.com trying to expose me for something I'm really not. So, um, <laughs> actually, I thought, I thought it was a little bit disrespectful coming from them to try and pigeonhole me just as an elite athlete like the rest. So, like, seriously, well done to them. They've got me on my lunch break on Monday. I was just having a kick with a couple of mates. But um, so let them know. Let them know if they want some real headlines. Come find me at my desk of knowledge Monday to Friday. I'll be there. <laughs> Brilliant. That's uh. And if, if you do want to go search that article, it's cool. Uh, with a head like that, I'd like tails, and you know you can find uh, Doctor Josh there. But hey, we've opened up the polls, we've collated the questions, sifted the mail, and now we have our first question from our listener, Josh. Now, it's from Simon in Queensland, and what he asks is, why is water wet? Well, Simon, it's, a, it's actually not a good start to the mailbox because I can I can tell Simon right now there's still no clear reason after centuries of studies why water is wet. But what we do know is the abbreviation of water, H2O, did begin off the back of two English journeymen, Heinrich II and his partner, Olivia Olive Oil. They ju- and um, they joined forces on a trip to Australia back in the early 1800s. Yeah. And boys, after a night of romance, cuddling together, they awoke saturated in a room of what historians believe is water. And from there, the population all began cuddling once the sun went down, creating mass levels of water, which, we've, which has produced oceans such as the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans we know of today. Um, and obviously, fellas, H2O, the abbreviation of water, is in remembrance of Heinrich II and Olivia Olive Oil. Um, but, Simon, if you are listening, you will be the first person I call when I figure out why water is wet. Something I'm working on today, actually. So, stay tuned. Brilliant. Okay, okay. Uh, there you that's are. a saucy origin story there. Uh, so, our second question is from Daniel Shoebridge. Or, uh, or Shoey, as he's affectionately known around here on All Day Breakfast. And he asks, is tomato a fruit or a vegetable? Firstly, I just want to say great to hear from the Shoebridge family, the uh, original designers of the Sydney Harbour. Um, and, yeah, a, gr- a great question from Dan. Um, everyone's been debating where the tomato fits, I guess, in this space. But I, what I can announce exclusively to the all-day breakfast, that the tomato is actually the alpha male of all foods and is now classified as a hybrid. So let me explain that to you guys and the listeners. Please. You put yourselves... Take yourself back to school. Take yourself to lunchtime in the cafeteria. Yep. The, veg- the vegetables are on your left. The fruit are on your right. Where does the tomato sit, you're thinking? Well, it basically goes where he wants. It's the king of kings. So I guess um, if the tomato's in a Greek salad, it's hanging out with vegetables, so it's a vegetable. If the, to- if the tomato is amongst uh, a fruit platter, it's clearly a fruit. Um, and for listeners that are wanting dessert tonight, if they're interested in the tomato sorbet, the tomato can even be classified as a dessert. So really, no, it's not a fruit. It's not a vegetable. It's now called a hybrid. A hybrid. A hybrid food. One of few. Great stuff. So, there you are, uh, Shuey. Yeah. So uh, tomato is is versatile. Don't pigeonhole it, and don't pigeonhole Josh Smith as a footy player either. <laughs> Clear messages today, fellas. Clear messages. So I've got got one more here from uh, from Connor, and he asks, uh, it's a medical question, 
He asks, why is a cold called a cold when you don't always have to be cold to get a cold? That is an absolute tongue twister from Connor. Uh, <laughs> cold, 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 really. Um, why yeah, is it cold? I think why he was just trying to trip me up. <laughs> well, Connor's tripped me up. I'm very intelligent, but I need that question in, I need that question in writing format. I, I'm actually struggling to interpret that question in my head at the moment. Maybe it's due to the cold weather I'm standing in. But um, if you if you boys can send that through in the mail as you guys um, as you guys receive mail, if you could send that to me, yep. I'll happily answer that question next week. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get the person who gets you um, your mm. coffees to answer that question next week. So we're, we're going to continue this later. Yes, please yeah, do. Because please do. W- what we're doing, we're taking you away from your important research, yeah? Well, yeah, that is right. That is right. But I won't hold that against you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dr. Josh, it's so fun. This is my favourite thing every week. My favourite six and a half minutes every week coming in and learning things from you. Thank you so much for coming by the All Day Breakfast once again to school us. And we're going to catch up from Connor next week, all right? Will do. Sorry, Connor. Speak to you next week. (laughs) No worries. Excellent. So right now we have a great song. Um, You know how we paid tribute to Linkin Park last the other week? Absolutely. Yeah, so we've got an 80s remix of it. That's that's so great. It's a belter. Get around it. It's Link Park Numb, the gallery's 80s remix on the All Day Breakfast. Song that keeps on giving. Welcome back. You're on the All Day Breakfast, Sin 90.7, Josh and Eli. You just heard from Dr. Josh Smith, Australia's most distinguished academic, and uh, he gave the people what they wanted. Mm, Connor. Great stuff. Yeah, Connor. Con Whopper, yeah? Yeah. If he's listening, you... Your question's going to be asked next week. Yeah, he's a he, he's a rigorous academic, and he needs sometimes he just needs some time to to do the appropriate research and give the question appropriate consideration. Doesn't want to give you a, a, a cheat kind of rough answer. A thorough thought and exactly. a thorough investigation, Dr. Josh. Also, by the way, I'm sweaty. Lincoln Park then with Numb uh, Gallery's AT AC's remix. I cannot get around it. Anyway, it's a great show, don't you think? Absolutely. What a what a banger last time. My particular favourite part was definitely where Brent came in from nowhere. Yeah, hey, what? <laughs> Hang on, what are you doing? How did you do that? Well, just been on the show just now. Yeah, what Hang on, you just did you just chime in again to do the do the desk thing because we had Harry in here talking to talking to us being like, "Hey, what's the go here? Like how is Brent doing this? We, we've not had this in sin." the entire history of sin. So what did you do? Uh, we, we don't wanna know we don't wanna know what I did back then, but now I'm just on because you called me. This isn't this isn't special tech. This is you just gave me a call, remember? Oh <laughs> sorry. I was too busy. Yeah, yeah, okay, you got me. Anyways. Brett, <laughs> what what are you doing? Like you you're still late, four weeks late. Are you gonna break that record next week? No, we'll see. We'll just see what happens. I'm just uh yeah, I don't want to give anyone any expectations and tear them down like I always do. You know, how much more surprising and special was it when I just turned up from nowhere? Uh, a little spooky, if I'm honest. Sort of omnipotent presence in the studio, just taking control of the panel, stealing our guests. Uh, I Look, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this arrangement, if I'm honest. Uh, boys, you know that there's nothing more in this world that I'd want than to be in the studio with you. But failing that, I will go through every technical possibility... I had to take eight of those pills from Limitless just to make sure that I had the ability to do so. But, you know, I, I've done it. I did what I had to be done at great personal cost. And uh, next week, maybe you'll see me in real life. Great personal cost? Do you mean... Are you haunting the studio right now? 
I'm not a ghost per se. <laughs> per se? Per se. Just, I'm like a temporary ghost. Like a... <laughs> like, like a part-time ghost. You can never go full-time ghost because the hours will kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you need, you need some recreational time to do, you know, all the important things like cleaning the bathroom. Hey, next week, next week's show, just so you know, we're going to have... Uh, an Australian animation trio. So what 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 we're going to have is a production that's looking to get funding to change Australian and um, Australian animation, and they're trying to get live school TV, which is something that we haven't done much here in the country. But we're going to get them on the creative team to have a chat to them about what it's like to get a project like this up. Yeah, they're trying to put uh, Australian adult animation on the map. And uh, shows like Archer are huge overseas, but we haven't, you know, haven't really uh, broken that ground in this country yet. So no. very excited to talk to them. Mm. Very fun, funny bunch of blokes. School TV, so get around it. Yes, it's going to be good next week. Uh, Brett, you're not going to go through the Stargate. You know how they have the Stargate? You know, you know the Stargate, the show? The Stargate from the uh, aforementioned TV show Stargate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. You, you know how they walk in it. You're not going to do that next week and just get into our interview and just interrupt us or anything like that? Uh, look, mate, I, all right, you know what? I'll promise you, in this very moment, I will not use that particular sci-fi device to come into the interview. Okay, cool. But really? he moves in mysterious ways. He's the, he's the ghost in the machine, the part-time ghost in the machine. Yeah. So you never know. <laughs> Part-time ghost, part-time lover. That's that's my Tinder bio. <laughs> Excellent. So, thanks for joining us, Brent. Thanks for joining us, you, at home, sitting there. Uh, you are on the only patch of grass in Tasmania that can get phone reception. We're going to let you go because, obviously, other people have to use it. But thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, thank you for the show. More of this is going to be up where, Josh? Uh, you can find it. Uh, at Sin Breakfast on Twitter, uh, facebook.com slash alldaybreakfastsin. Uh, you'll be able to find the podcast and the full version of the interviews, extended exclusive content up on the social. So so get, on, get around that. Thanks for joining us, guys. Here is our outro. And that's all for this week. Like us on Facebook, Twitter and Bebo and be sure to catch us here on Sin 90.7 for the All Day Breakfast. Until next time.